0: Hello and welcome to episode number thirty of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to
1: (laughs) sorry, (laughs) celebrating arm fling.
0: Yeah, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed, and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch upon any news, other festivals, and the music industry past, present, and future. This week, we are talking about albums that were released 30 years
1: ago. And 20, and 10. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we do that,
0: I'm Adam, and of course, I am here with YouTube sensation Simon oh, Bond. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I he didn't He didn't ask me to, he did ask me to say that. Definitely not a sensation.
1: <laughs> More yeah. like a whimper or a fart. A whimper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a fart a fart on youtube <laughs> that's what it feels like <laughs> i've just farted out my content just farted out another video there we go nice. so uh, thanks for the introduction dude
0: yeah uh, no no problem um yeah so so what was it about two weeks ago a week and a half ago simon sent me a, a list of uh, a lot of um albums uh that we should talk about in this episode and uh somewhere from 30 years ago some from 20 years ago, some from 10 years ago, like all, all sort of 10 anniversaries, I guess. Yes. And of course, I didn't get round to listening to all of them because I don't have the time. So I, I listened to most of them that were out 30 years ago. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to run it by you in the episode. So so the listeners will have a, have a have a clue what this episode is going to be about as well, rather than checking with you beforehand. Uh, yeah. Hence yeah. the surprise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I thought, I, I thought it could be a good idea. Because I've just done the thirty-year anniversary ones. Mm-hmm. If we just do like a shorter episode this this episode, and then just do another one next week and the week after, so do it over three weeks, but without the two-week gap, so three short episodes okay. instead of instead of two long, well, one long episode about it. Yeah, sweet, uh, excellent. Because yeah, I I struggled. If I'm honest, uh, I don't know how well you. Uh, I I didn't know what kind of detail you'd want to go into with with talking about these albums. I so, no, just
1: like a general, yeah, like a general chat about them. If you liked them, if you don't like them, if yeah, if you're a fan of any of them, if there's any good songs you like or any reason you hate them, or then just a general chit chat about the bands' yeah, yeah. influence that they had. Yeah,
0: loads of shit. Exactly. Yeah, because you had well, well. So for example, you had Rage Against the Machines album on there, which was called. Yeah. Rage against the machine okay, okay, that's fine <laughs> I, listened to, I listened to that today and um yeah and and it was like, yeah, the music's okay, but the whole rage against the machine thing was more than the music, wasn't it? so I didn't know if you want to go into that much detail and I'd require a lot more time and go into a lot more and do a lot more sort of research into it to be able to talk about it in a lot of detail.
1: Well, yeah, I just I just wanted us to just, yeah, yeah, we'll just talk about whatever and whatever chit-chat that led us to about the band or anything surrounding it. And, yeah, okay. And yeah, kick on.
0: Excellent, okay. Well, yeah, that's what that's what we're doing this episode then. But before we do that, Simon, how has your last couple of weeks been? It feels like ages since we last spoke, even though it's been it's only been two weeks, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't like, feel ages for you. It long... doesn't feel ages for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, it feels like we spoke a couple of days ago. Oh, okay, Maybe it feels like we going... spoke a couple of months ago. <laughs> it's going <laughs> quicker for me, maybe, then, than it is for you. Yeah, it literally feels like we just um done the episode the other day. Awesome. I don't this remember is, what see, was time, about. <laughs> time is relevant, people. Time really is relevant to you. Yeah. for me, it's gone super quick. For Adam, it's gone super slow, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like four months since we I just, spoke. But yeah, it, I'm good. I've been longing
0: to hear your voice again, and it's just like, you know, when you're waiting for something, and
1: it's... Just... <laughs> Well, if, if people listen to this, they're probably fed up with my voice. They're like, fuck me. Does this Simon guy ever shut up? Does he ever let Adam speak? Or the answer is no! Shut up! This is my show. No, it's not my show. <laughs> this is very much Adam's show. I'm just a guest. No, but He's it, the man.
0: It, 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 this is a bit where I, I will have a conversation, but I'll cut all of my bits out. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so, so it
0: sounds it's, like you are just up, not letting oh, me. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm just
1: talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, no, I'm sorry, I
0: interrupted. How has your last couple of weeks
1: been, man? Um, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, nothing much has happened in, in me life. Um, I'm still trying to sort out band stuff for people. You know, I'm on like join my band and band mix and all that shit. So I'm just trying to find the right sort of people to join to do that stuff. So definitely cool. looking to get into a band for the end of the year. Um, and yeah, and then apart from that, really just, you know, work and then house stuff. The house is like coming along long like crazy so it's about a month and a half two months now before we move into the house so when we went to see it the other day it's just so far along now it's really starting to look like an actual house so yeah i'm just excited about that been packing a few things which vicky's been getting very upset about because oh. she loves the house that we live in now yeah and you know like when you have a room and you have all your like knickknacks and stuff and it looks like your room yeah and now i'm putting all those away so when you walk into a room, it's just a room. There's yeah. no pictures on the wall. There's no little things on the side. So yeah, she's getting a bit sad about that. But I'm like, babe, I am not fucking packing this entire house like <laughs> a week before we move. I'm sorry, that ain't happening. So knickknacks and shit we don't use is getting packed like from now till then, slowly. Impressive, uh, man. She will yeah, thank me. Good thinking. She will thank me. Yeah, because I-, I can't do that, man. I can't rush. Let's get it all packed. Then when my brother turns up with a van, fucking load all this shit, gone. Like, let's not fuck around with it. So yeah. yeah, So that's all I've been doing, really. Yeah, that's 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 it, mate. Um, oh, oh. This isn't really news, really anything, but I got stung by a stinging nettle today on yeah. my leg, and I haven't been stung by a stinging nettle for quite some time. Yeah. Um, my my leg is still sore. It really fucking hurt. Like, it must have been like a super stinging nettle, a but super... I don't remember them hurting that much. But I was walking, I was like. Yeah, I just brushed past that stinger now, okay, because I was wearing shorts, and I'm like, that f- fucking hurts. I don't remember it hurting that much. <laughs> My leg's still like a little bit sore now, so it must have been the proper fucking business. But anyway, sorry, I'm babbling. Well, um, yeah. how are you, well, dude?
0: to has up? Oh, I know. I was gonna say that. that's what that's what happens with climate change. You know, climate you know, getting <clears> colder <throat> in the winter, hotter <laughs> in the summer. And and it, it creates these more vicious plants, you know. In, Super in 10, stinging nettles. nettle. Ten fifteen years time will be a little pet shop a little shop of horrors stage. Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everything's just gonna start coming alive, baby. Feed me. Feed me boy. <laughs> Feed me now. It's <laughs> good. I like it. I like your deep <laughs> voice.
0: I was practicing that before we started, actually. I was going, Hello and welcome to episode thirty. You so you were
1: just road. sitting there practicing your lo- is this the sort of stuff that you get up to when, when you're yeah. doing the podcast? Yeah. You just sit there and practice your deep voice. Yes.
0: For two <laughs> weeks. That's been my two weeks. That was my two weeks just uh, practicing, <laughs> practicing something that I didn't voice. even do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, seriously though. What's up? Uh well How have you been?
0: um a couple of major, major what, yeah, was it a couple? Well at least one major thing. Uh my son, Soren, my oldest had his first day of school today, which thank you, yeah, which was incredible. um I was working. I knew he started at about one, mm-hmm. and we normally work sort of a bit past one. I worked my ass off to try and get there for one, and I got there like with a minute to spare. And the whole time I was oh, thinking, sure. like, I hope they haven't just sort of all walked in, uh but you know they weren't. They were all queuing up to be let in, so. Oh, it was nice. I got there with about five minutes before he actually went in. Oh, that's he was cool, man! All dressed up in his school uniform and everything. It's a school that I went to as well, and and it hasn't changed much. Uh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so nice. It, it's how uh, he had his um last day of nursery yesterday, and I picked him up, and I was almost uh, weeping a little bit. It was uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It just kind of hit me. I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of sad. It's
1: quite a big change, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, your kid going to school is like a big deal. Like. You know, we've got pictures of me and my brother in our like school uniforms the first day that we went, and all. I think I think it is for parents; it's quite a big deal because you know it's like the beginning of them sort of growing up, really, isn't it? Like that yeah. first day of proper school, and yeah. then from there, next thing you know it, well, it'll be yeah. thirteen and in high school. Do you know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, my my sister's kids. Like I I remember her oldest started secondary school. Recently, but he's like going to, to year ten now. Like it does just fly by. Yeah, it will. It doesn't it feel will. like that long ago. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, that's one cool thing. man. That's wicked. Yeah. Oh man, it's 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 a it's great. It's a great feeling, but also scary and and lots of other emotions in there mixed in there as well. But um yeah, I was going to say one thing. One thing I I read um, not long after he was born, and it is so true uh, for anybody who doesn't have kids yet. Um, the, and it was, um the days are long, but the years are short. And that is so, so true. You know, every, every night once they get into bed, we're both exhausted. It has been a really long day. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, but it's just flown by as well, somehow.
1: Yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's crazy. But, but cool, man. Yeah, well done. That's 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 very cool. A cool day. And like a marked day, like you'll always remember it.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad I, I managed to get there as well, because I was panicking a little bit, thinking I might not might not get there in time
1: yeah well done man fucking awesome
0: yeah yeah it was awesome i'm getting a bit emotional now
1: Um, don't cry on the podcast okay (laughs) we're men we're men in tights 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 um what else has been up uh
0: nothing else really the um i want to talk about the uh, the ultimate lineup really quickly before we go into anything else as well we just finished i don't know if you've seen have you seen have you been following it
1: of course man
0: okay I was going to say, I don't know if you've seen who won the Saturday. We did the final for the Saturday headliner yesterday, and it was Iron Maiden versus Metallica.
1: Yeah, that's the big boy.
0: Yeah, and uh, Metallica won it. I was not expected, expecting that. Uh, I don't know why, but well, oh, oh, because yeah. more people enjoy them, I guess. Um, it's
1: probably not that. It's probably that... <laughs> The people are just fucking fed up with Iron Maiden now. I, I did they wonder play that. Download so much. Yeah. So now they're like, we want Metallica to play next year. We also want them to win this fucking thing. Fed up with Maiden. Yeah. Metallica. Metallica. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, th- th- this is not not me just being like, I love Iron Maiden. I don't understand how Metallica beat them. I do. Metallica, are massive and great. Anyway, I just I wasn't expecting it. I was just assuming Iron Maiden would win. But yeah, like you said, it could be that it could be that people were looking forward to Metallica because they haven't played Download. Since 2012, um, yeah. it could just be more people like Metallica than Iron Maiden. But um, I hope it's outraged as many of you as it has me. And you want to come onto our Discord to help even the
1: set, even even the scores, settle the scores, even the, settle the settle some scores set. on the Sunday, baby. That's what we yeah. want to do. Yeah, let's but settle I'd... some scores on the Sunday. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure if Iron Maiden have ever headlined Sunday. Metallica have. They have, they have. 2016, the Book of Souls. Ah. I want to kill myself. Well, so, that was,
0: so it could be Iron Maiden a versus Metallica. Final again. <laughs> final, uh, yeah. So, uh yeah. So come and join our Discord, and because um, that's pretty much all I've been posting about on our social media. We we spoke about about you posting about the deadline day earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've uh, been taking not not a break from it, but. Um, I Well, I've started playing a, a new game recently, actually. I it's Probably not something you'd be that interested in, but I thought I'd say it just in case anybody listening might be. But yeah, I've started playing a game called Legends of Rune Terror. Okay, what the fuck you, is you that? you never heard of it? So it's, it's, a, it's a card no. game, a bit like uh, Hearthstone. Oh, okay. Uh, You've heard, heard of that one. I've but, heard of that. But yeah, made by Riot, the people who do League of Legends. And, oh, I've heard of League of Legends. And Va- Vanguard, is that their shooter? it's a bit like apex legends i don't know anyway um but yeah i just thought i'd mention it if there's anybody listening who plays it who wants to add me and give me some tips because i'm not very good at it at the moment i got very good at hearthstone when i was playing that so i'm hoping to get as good at this but it seems like there's more to learn than (laughs) in hearthstone so any (laughs) any tips and beginner's advice would be very much appreciated because it's all new it's been going for a while Go everything. and help
1: a brother out, man. Yeah. Man needs man needs your skills. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, help him out if you play it.
0: Excellent. Yeah, but that, that's pretty much. See, most nights I would sit down and try and do something for the podcast, but I just want to play that every night. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I get time, I was like, right, you know, I want to get get onto this. So, <laughs> that's um, good. Man. Another like reason it. why has been a bit quiet on the uh, on the posting front. So yeah, again, thank you for doing that uh, one earlier, <laughs> just to, to so people remember that we exist.
1: Yeah, well, it's an important day. So what Adam's talking about is it's uh, for all the our football fans out there, which turns out there are quite a few listeners to this podcast that also like football, like me. Um, it's deadline day, which is quite an important day in the world of football. Everyone tries and get their transfers done. It ends up being mental. People go here, people go there. It's like a fucking crazy day. So I thought I'd put something out to sort of give a holler to our like rock slash football fans. So, um, yeah. I mean, bring them back to Maiden. They're big football guys. Mm and rock guys as well so um yeah no yeah. like i said you, you were earlier. saying you you yeah you're what? wearing the jersey weren't you
0: yeah i wore I, I bought the um final frontier football shirt i bought the away and home kits at sonosphere <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 um in 2010 uh, on the, the final frontier tour and I've, i that was the first time i wore it yesterday uh, <laughs> first time ever because uh, well because they Getting said a little wear were... out of those yeah <laughs> well they said we want to wear wear football shirts at the strike uh uh for anybody new listening i'm a postman so yeah we were on strike yesterday and i was like wow i'm going football shirts i got like a 2006 arsenal shirt that comes down to about my knees <laughs> and it says, <said, laughs> my brother got it for me it says coxie number one on it and it's an outfield shirt And when I get i was like can't wear this <laughs> it's number one on it <laughs> so, oh i love it so i did wear it out quite a lot though yeah i had a lot of sentimental value but um but yeah i no, <laughs> didn't want to wear that one so yeah i wore my uh final frontier football shirt for That's the cool, first time ever in 12 fucking years
1: sweet shirt dude yeah well i was pissed it's off it,
0: it was it was funny actually when i bought them at sonosphere Simon, um <laughs> when i bought I, I bought both of them and they were like £75 each, and I would pay him with cash oh because, yeah. God. And, and the guy looked at me and was like, this is not normal. Um, so do you mind if I check this cash? I was just going to check your money to make sure it's real, because this, this isn't normal. So he checked it, and it was all fine.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's true, though. You know, you do get these maiden nerds, though, that do buy these Home and Away shirts. So.
0: Yeah. I haven't bought any <laughs> since. And I was really annoyed because they bought our third kit, which was like a mixture of the two after sunosphere and i was like "I ain't fucking buy another one
1: pricks (laughs) anyway you know know these bands they're gonna try and squeeze every inch of fucking cash out of their fans which is fine but
0: yeah that's been my two weeks and more (laughs) as as per usual um do you have any news we have oh we were talking about one album that's come out recently have you got any others before we talk about that
1: no i mean i've got a couple of things i want to talk about before we get into releases
0: okay well we'll bring simon in for the news shall we really quickly simon come over here
1: get over here get over here this is the news we've got news coming for you now just shut up the, the news is gonna come now this is the news thank you simon Uh, Yeah, well, this isn't really news. There was one thing I was just going to ask you because I watched a video on it yesterday, so this doesn't count as news, but we could put it in the news section. Um, Did you play... How many of the GTA games did you play? One. Just one? Yeah. Okay.
0: games are are like uh, albums for me.
1: (laughs) Honestly, this guy. No, because I watched a video yesterday and it was like ranking the GTA games from worst to best, and I was going to ask you what your favorite GTA game is, but... Since you've only played one, well, that's probably pr- the one I, you're going to say. I've only played
0: one properly. So I played a bit of uh, GTA 3 when I was driving from school um, okay. around a friend's house. Um, but didn't, we didn't really do much with many of the missions or anything. Uh, Vice City, I played after I played San Andreas because I, I loved San Andreas so much. Mm, and I was like, I good. vowed to play every GTA game that came out after that because it was such a good game. And I got Vice City got to a certain mission, couldn't do it, and I got fed up and then never played a GTA, uh, GTA game again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't even played GTA 5 at all? No. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's just crazy. That's just crazy to me, that is. Especially for someone who, yeah, actually has played video games. That's mad. Well, while we're
0: here, while we're here, I'm going to say this. There's something I said on the old podcast. Well, something I figured out on the old podcast. I um, I started playing Hearthstone, like I said earlier. Um... Uh, I don't know know when it was now, probably eight, eight years ago. I was playing World of Warcraft a bit before that. But since then, I have Mm -hmm. not played hardly any uh, single player games. I've only really played online games like competitive games like Hearthstone, Rocket League. And I used to hate games like that before that. I was like, I don't want to compete against other people and just get my ass kicked all the time. Because you actually have to take, take time to learn to get better at the game, to be able to compete. Yeah, yeah. But then for 10 years, that's all I did. Some, somehow so i missed wow, out on okay. so many single player games
1: yeah big time to- i mean because yeah i mean well i mean it's not really competitive but you know gta 5 online is probably like one of the biggest online games of yeah. all the time yeah, but obviously true. it's not it's weird it's a bit more free roam yeah you do racing and stuff in it but it's not really that competitive competitive like other games but yeah and no, i was just going to ask you so i'm guessing san andreas is your one then yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's a great it's a great it's like top three like yeah top yeah. three I-, I was just saying what I was going to bring up was, is like I think probably Vice City or GTA Five are my favorite, but the one GTA I didn't play was the GTA that everyone considers to be the best, even to this day, which is GTA Four.
0: Okay. Oh, really? I don't yeah, really and I never, and I never that. played it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I never played it. Even in the list, it was number one. Yeah. And other people just like even GTA Five, like which is an f- amazing game, looks fantastic, even to this day, it's brilliant. It came out in like what twenty thirteen. It's yeah just oh get, yeah it's almost added 10 years to old added to. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it but it's still incredible like I still go on and play it every now and then i'm like oh i fucking hell this game's so good yeah um but but yeah everyone always goes on about gta 4 and how you can do even more in that game than you can in gta 5 like the mechanics are better the ai is better and just you know general shit but i never got around to playing it so i was just saying i think i'm actually gonna this winter when i'm not out doing as much i think i might give it a bash yeah nice a gta 4 action and actually see if it is up there with vice city and um yeah san andreas and um and gta 5 so yeah i'm excited to do that but yeah that's cool man i just yeah. i expected you to, to have <laughs> played you've obviously played little bits of a load of them but i was expecting you to have played more yeah of gta well yeah, yeah. like okay, i said
0: cool. i i absolutely loved san andreas it was yeah it was the best game ever oh, at the time yeah, and I incredible. was like, "Yeah, I need to play every game they release after this."
1: I think and that I... and GTA Four are considered to be like I think GTA Five as well, just because it's so new and you can do so much. But I think those three are considered to be like the best GTA's. Yeah, and San Andreas is always people's like first or second because it is so good. Yeah, What's... I think I might download the remake version because they they remade it, didn't they?
0: Oh, okay, I do. I don't. I don't really follow
1: Rockstar. Oh, okay, games yeah, much don't like anyway. a remake for like ps4 so i might download that because i downloaded the vice city remake and played that a couple of months ago that was great yeah really really cool to see the games just upscaled a little bit you know yeah but yeah fucking awesome but yeah anyway awesome. sorry i'm babbling no, the fine. other thing i wanted to say quickly before we go to the news it's okay. gone sorry but you were gonna say something. I-, I was
0: gonna ask what your favorite final fantasy game is uh
1: well i've only played one two two is that seven and I eight played
0: seven and eight yeah. yeah uh well it's always between them People say people only ever say seven's the best or eight's the best. So, which did you prefer?
1: Oh, seven's the one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Seven's the one because it has nostalgia for me. Yeah, like having a PlayStation. You know, PlayStation One was just incredible. When when that game came out, I was just like, "This is this is crazy. This is such a good game. I loved every second of it." So yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy Seven is the one for me, definitely. What about you?
0: Seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, once you get out of Midgar. And the first time it takes mm. you probably ten twelve hours, and you're like, "That was the size of a lot of games back then." And you're like, "This is this is tiny." This is, the yeah. whole world is massive.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, have
1: only done a tiny bit. It's quite unexpected when you get through that game, but it is incredible. Yeah. I haven't played it for a very long time, but no. it brings. But when I see pictures and stuff of it, it just brings back so many good memories. FF Seven is fucking yeah, amazing. We could just, we might as well just start the, another podcast again. Yeah, <laughs> just talking about games. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, we should do, definitely do a game episode. Now, again, we, we've said before, we got loads of different things we want to do now that we're not going to be talking about festivals as much. And we can talk yeah. about games like definitely the Tony Hawk's games. Uh, to- yeah. Oh, yeah. We said
1: we were going to do. Yeah. I'll start getting some notes down this week. and We'll do a game episode because music and games are just like we said about the wrestling one. We I know we haven't done a wrestling episode yet. We said we were going to. We will. Because yes. wrestling and music hand in hand, video games and music hand in hand, there's so much stuff like yeah. you know, that um that we can do. So yeah, definitely we will do a yeah. games episode. I'll
0: speak to Top Turnbuckle again. Um, if, yeah. if, you, if you knew, they're, they're friends of mine uh, and they started a, a podcast, Top Turnbuckle. It's all about wrestling. I don't know what else because I don't like wrestling. But uh, we, we, we're definitely going to do a, a crossover episode with them. I think it's going to be fun because I'll be able to sort of uh, Wait, you
1: don't like wrestling or you don't watch wrestling? Uh, I don't either. Neither. When was the last time you watched wrestling?
0: All the time Honestly. now, because they're cause I follow them on Facebook and it keeps coming up on my fucking pre- um, sponsored things or adverts. Like I don't want to watch wrestling adverts or promoted ad- <laughs> wrestling shit. It's just because I stop on their stuff. Because the, the, there's the little bits that are interesting, but there's all the other shit around it. Mm. Like the, the soap opera stuff that's around it.
1: <laughs> Do you know what's really weird, actually? We're talking about um, nine, ba- albums that come out in 1992 today that are 30 years old. Do you know, it's been exactly 30 years since WWE have hosted an event, a, a, a proper pay-per-view in Britain. Really? Oh. Yeah, it was SummerSlam 92. I know they've done a couple of ones in the Attitude Era, but they don't really count because they were shitty ones. Yeah. But a proper big-time pay-per-view event. Yeah, Clash at the Castle in Wales is happening this year. Hey, wait, and the last it's time like that happened, this
0: weekend or something, didn't it?
1: Yeah, the the last time that happened was 1992, which is exactly 30 years, which is what we're talking about but, today. You know, so that's spooky. fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Yeah, but yeah, no. So it's um, yeah, fucking awesome. Anyway, sorry, sorry, we're babbling. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about before we just get to the releases. Go on. Um, everyone was going on about the 1975 and about how they replaced Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, at um, at Reading. I watched the highlights and I watched the 1975 and I really liked them. I know there's no comparison between the two, but I'd never really heard the 1975 before properly. Um, But I really liked it. (laughs) I thought they were great. I thought they were like really like throwback 80s. They had a sax. Um, It kind of sounded like a bit like old school Phil Collins. There's a Russian band that I like called Tesla Boy, which kind of do like 80s throwback stuff. Thought it sounded like that. Um, I really enjoyed it. I don't really see why they get so much hate. I thought it was quite good, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I really liked it. I actually wrote down the song that I listened to because I want to listen to it again because I thought it was really good, yeah. Um, Ooh. but yeah, well, but anyway, while we're um, on that, gone. Oh, gone. Uh, <laughs> well, gone. Yeah, he's he's let me talk this time, yeah. No, he
0: always does. Um, oh, fuck,
1: I'm being an asshole. <laughs> anyway, shut up. I'm talking. Uh, um, no, gone.
0: If you watched that, did you watch the Bring Me Horizon? Set. i
1: was literally just about to talk about that.
0: okay sorry that was that was the next thing i was going to yeah. talk about
1: yeah, yeah i did yeah and I, I um yeah i mean when you watch if you go and watch the highlights or you watch the songs they put up i mean talk about ready to headline fucking download or <laughs> i mean the the stage show the the, the, his fucking best he's ever sounded best the bands ever sounded bringing fucking ed sheeran on was like taking shit to a whole new level did he bring ed sheeran um, did he yeah yeah because they they done that shape of you didn't they the bring me the horizon version with him oh, did they? okay yeah so um they done that um and fuck I, I was thinking to myself because there was so much buzz about it and everyone liked it so much and like the stage show was brilliant they were great i was like if download have them as headliners now's the fucking time to announce it because you want to come off of that buzz. I know it's a buzz off of another festival, but who gives a fuck? Well, it's their own people were anyway. really like people were really like, you know, fuck, this was really good. Like why are they not headlining other festivals? Yeah. If Download haven't capitalized on that and they are headlining, they've they've missed something there because I think that a lot of people that go to like Reading and stuff would be like, "Ooh, they were really good and they're headlining Download next year and then you attract new people."
0: Yeah. But it sounds like you don't want to attract the uh, Reading and Leeds people.
1: Oh, well, probably half the people I know went to Reading before they went to download. Uh, well, j- just going on... I mean, so I haven't heard any specifics. I've heard
0: from people that have heard there was a lot of shit and riots going on at Reading and Leeds this year.
1: Yeah, I heard there was some, some shit I didn't stuff see anything
0: firsthand. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I can't say I saw any proper articles about it or, you know, saw any videos about it. But what happened.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen all I heard was stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. But no one's come out of any details. So I'm not that could have just been two people having a fight that that, that got escalated to well, some, people fight at festivals. Well, yeah,
0: some comments I saw was like they, they just they were just taking notes from the Woodstock documentary and and that makes it sound quite bad if, if it's if they're comparing it to that. Obviously it wasn't gonna be anywhere near as bad as that, but No. If you're comparing yeah, I don't know. it, yeah.
1: I can't comment. I haven't heard no, any details no, me either. of it. Um
0: it's, it's like you But yeah, you a lot, of, pe- lot of people up...
1: I know were gone. It's like I'm you sorry. would think
0: we would look up some news to to do and, and try and read into that a bit more, that sort of thing, a bit more to give us news for a podcast we do about music and well, festivals. We'll,
1: s- <laughs> we'll see if anything comes out of it. Because yeah. the only article I saw was there was some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really go into much detail. <laughs> I was like, okay, so things happened then I guess. Yeah thanks for the detail bro <laughs> cool article i bet you're getting paid more money than i am yeah. for writing an article about nothing yeah, yeah. um fucking hell cool um right. yeah but anyway sorry my, my point was yeah that um bring the horizon announce it now hurry up download get it, get it done get it done don't announce death leopard iron maiden and someone else because i think <laughs> i don't think anyone would come
0: well, the thing is, Just... there's something I've thought about the last the last few days, ever since this, um, this Bring Me the Horizon thing came up. And, and I thought Reading and Leeds sell out before the bands are even announced every year. Mm. So it will probably be harder to get, like, Bring Me the Horizon are uh, probably bigger than Download now. So it's probably hard for them to get them to come. No, I that... wouldn't
1: say bigger. I wouldn't say bigger than Download. Definitely not. I mean, yeah, you have like half a... You have probably half of the bands at Reading. They don't announce the full line-up, but you get okay. a bit. Yeah, It's not like Glastonbury where you have no idea who's headlining. So, yeah, I mean, they're just a popular band at the moment. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want them at Download when they're a popular band? I mean, what's the no, point in having... Is what
0: Would they want to come is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Definitely. They're all old-school, you know, metalers and metalheads. I'm sure they would be absolutely buzzing to headline Download. I got no doubts about that. I mean, they're just you know deathcore kids at heart. Deathcore. Would they want to be on the same know, lineup as Diarrheas Murder? Hundred percent, they would. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> you're, you're probably you're probably more right than I am. But yeah, I was just just a bit. I say I'm skeptical quite a lot on here. I'm not at that. I'm really quite an upbeat, happy, positive kind of person. But yeah, I was a bit skeptical about it, thinking like download hardly ever sells out. But whereas, like, Reading Leeds does, Glastonbury does. So, they've probably got lots of people trying to get them every year now, especially especially now. So, like, why would they pick Download over other ones that sell, yeah, but sell out?
1: The reason why Download doesn't sell out as much is because it's far more niche than Reading is. Yeah. Reading has a lot of popular music. And the reason it is popular music is called pop because it's popular. Yeah. Which means yeah. more people listen to it. Yeah. So, if you had the same bands at Reading that you'd and you had them at Download, Download would sell out. I think it's just because, because Rock Metal Alternative is more niche. But I think if you pick the right bands and bands that are popular and are current, you can sell out Download or big enough. Yeah. You know? Like like I'm, I'm telling you right now, if they get Bring Me Their Eyes and Ghost, Ramstein, Slipknot or Metallica or you know uh, any sort of version of that lineup, they could sell the festival out. I just think generally download has become quite stale within the last five or six years. And I think people look at it and think, I'm all right, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's what they need to get back. They need to get to the point of, fuck, I better get a download ticket because it's going to sell out. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, uh, I I might get a ticket. Uh, I'll probably get a ticket a couple of days before and then show up. That's what it's like now because download never sells out so they need to get that back they need to take note from these fest these other festivals they really do they're they're a, they're a bit behind on stuff and um i agree with that yeah we talked about it before we don't want this to go the way of monsters of rock and become an irrelevant festival that no one wants to go to because no. <laughs> <laughs> something else will pop up and it will overtake it so they really need to be careful with booking it but Sorry, we've gone a bit off subject there. Yeah. (laughs) But I just just wanted to say, I really enjoyed the Bring Me The Horizon set. I thought they were fucking excellent. And I really, really hope that um, they've been, you know, they're going to headline down either this year or, um, you know, 2024 or 2025. I hope that at least he's tried to book them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If he's tried, then fair enough. But if he's just sitting there saying, I don't want to book Bring Me The Horizon, then this festival's going to go nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere fast either. So, yeah. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. Should we move on to quickly releases? I've only got one. Yeah, me too. Same one. Okay, yeah, same I mean, one. It's like, like countdown. <laughs> did, do, did, it, did, <laughs> do, did it? Did it? Did it? <laughs> Boo. The same. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about it first? You, you um, introduce it. I just talked for ages. Yes,
0: Machine Head. Um, the unhallowed of consciousness. I don't, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> uh, that was just a guess. It's called "Of Kingdom and Crown." Of Kingdom why? Is there a song called "Unhallowed" on it? Yes. Ah, that's where I got it from. Of Kingdom and Crown um mm-hmm. fully unedited i got that first time um <laughs> 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 um yeah so we were talking a bit about before uh and i said i i've tried to listen to it probably three or four times i only got probably three or four songs in before i got distracted um i've said before like like i said earlier i'm a postman uh, i'm usually driving a van so i can't listen to new albums or that much for long periods of time either because i'm getting in and out of the van every 20 seconds um so yeah i really enjoyed what i listened to i think i think they've 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 gone back to what it used to sound like i the the before the the very first thing that happens before the first song or the the intro of the first song it is very reminiscent of the the like the two minute intro that he does to crashing around you on the Hello live album um oh really yeah uh I don't know if everybody else noticed that, but yeah, it's it's very, it's either the same notes that he's playing or the, or the same uh, type of um, effects. Like, I think it's like reverb and, or whatever. Yeah. It's he's like got really, loads really of stuff long.
1: on his voice. Yeah. It sounds yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, definitely. I think it's, I think it was fucking awesome. I think it's a great album. I like you said, you only got a chance to listen to the first few songs, but like you said, they were fucking great. Yeah. And it just really keeps adore, going it. the whole way. Like, yeah, even when you get to like song 13, you're like, This is real. I was not bored one bit, and I think everyone's sort of under the impression that this is possibly the best album they've released since *The Blackening*. Um, Possibly, it's it feels very much like a continuation of that album. Yeah. Um, Because the last one they brought out, *Catharsis*, was it's got some good songs on it, but overall, as an album, it was a fucking mess, and some of the songs were not good um i think we every machine head fan agreed on that (laughs) so this is like a real return back to form and like like i said unhallowed is probably easily one of my favorite machine head songs now yeah and it's you know i mean it's brand new like choke on the ashes of your wake um my hands are empty there's some fucking great songs on this and songs that they will sort of assimilate into um their set list and they'll just keep them on there yeah. Because um, they're just really, really strong songs. And from memory, they played Choke on the Ashes of Your Hate and Become the Firestorm when I saw them at Bloodstock. Nice. And they sounded shit hot. Live. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, good. yeah. Looking forward to sort of hearing that new stuff again Um, when I'm not squished into a tiny tent at Bloodstock. <laughs> well, they are touring over here <laughs> but, as
0: well, aren't they, soon? I've forgotten the dates now. I'm sure I've yeah, seen it I'm at on all.
1: a Yeah, I'm on a Marth and Machine Head, I think. I think it's December. Possibly October, December, yeah, sort of time. So yeah, that'll definitely be worth going to with this new material because I think just add this into all the rest of the shit they've got, you'll have a fucking great time seeing Machine Head. I reckon. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like I said before. But you yeah. you want to see a band that are writing better new songs than their old songs. You know, if you go into uh, watch a band purely for their older songs that you've seen five or six times already, that's when you stop going to those gigs because it's just not, yeah, not as definitely. fun. But yeah, it, it, you know this is. This is an awesome album as far as I've heard, and you said it's great. And yeah, it it's worth going to again. For me, I hundred struggled yeah. to go to small gigs for a long time. I just I've just not been interested in travelling to go and see a band. Don't know why. Just because because none of my favorite bands come over here. They're all Swedish, and they they, they don't get big over here. I guess. <laughs> that one of the last gigs I went to was Sonic Syndicate, and it was probably about ten years ago at uh, Bristol. Oh, two, and they played in the top bar wow the top, the top like bar area so it wasn't even like the main stage tiny thing with like a hundred people but, yeah if more of those oh bands came over i would i'd love it
1: fucking hell that's crazy sonic syndicate a good band by the way yeah but anyway well, um I- if you get a chance and you're a fan of machine head or metal in general listen to the new machine head album because um i can guarantee you it will be worth it
0: yeah yeah I'll, I'll try and get through it properly again at some point well before we go to the main uh, main um Topic. I'm going to say main event. Then, back to wrestling. Uh, main topic. <laughs> now for the main event. <laughs> um, yeah, we just we just like to give a just a quick a quick call out uh, to ask anybody if you're interested, come and join join us and follow us on social media. I said earlier, we're not we we haven't been as active recently, but you know, I'm po- I'm posting the the ultimate lineup stuff. Um, Is where you can find all the links to our Discord. You'll be able to find that in the um, in the episode description anyway so if you want to come and join us to vote on that that would be great and um like i said we're, we're trying to get our discord up and up and running a bit more get some more conversations in here brad's been awesome but not many people are talking to him so uh, come and talk to brad and us
1: <laughs> do it
0: but yeah like anything else you can do for us is always always appreciated uh, I oh, i i keep forgetting that you can actually uh review or do like a, a star review on spotify so um, if you're listen, listening on Spotify, go, go up to the top and give us a five-star review. Please, nothing, lo- nothing lower. Nothing. We don't, we don't like anything lower.
1: Please, <laughs> Nothing lower. Nothing <laughs> lower. Even if you really hated us, yeah. give us a five-star well, review. If, if
0: people hated us, they would have switched off a long time ago because our intros are long. <laughs> but it's fine. That's what we do. So if you're stuck with us, then I'm assuming you like us. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and like I said, anything you can do do for us, share us on social media. I haven't done that as well either for a long time. I, you know, there are some download groups that I can post in. I just haven't for or since download really. I don't think so. Uh, I need to, I need to get back on that. But yeah, if if you see us posting anything that you like and you think other people might like, you can share it to your friends and bring your friends over to listen to us. Do it. So yeah, that's that's so yeah, let's um bring Ronnie in to talk about the main subject, which is albums that are celebrating their 30-year anniversary this year. Thank you, Ronnie. So I would have been six in 1992. Uh, so so um, like I said earlier, a lot of these albums I didn't really get into at the time. Uh, I tried listening to a lot of them. Well, yeah, I managed to listen to most of them uh, over the last sort of week and a half. But just a lot of the the relevance of them, like what they meant at the time, is a bit lost on me. I don't know how much you got into them. It probably wasn't at the time of release for a lot of them, I assume. But you probably got into them not long no, after. No,
1: not not that long after. But I do. Yeah, I remember. I can sort of. I mean, you can feel the impact of a lot of these albums to this day. So. Can you? What they meant Excellent. to the scene? Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <coughs> a lot of these albums changed changed a lot of shit. I look forward to learning
0: about what they changed. I, I see, see, this is the thing. So, like, look what let's let's jump into it straight away and let's start with, um, let's get the list up uh, and let's start with uh, Faith No More, Angel Dust.
1: Can can we can we do the honourable mentions first? Oh, okay, yeah. So these are ones that I don't want to talk about in full these are just albums that i want to mention that came out yeah cool at that point yeah um so yeah fear factory soul of a new machine which was the first fear factory album um so you know not their best album but the beginning of fear factory um which is quite a big deal a lot of people still really like this album um i think Manufacture, the one that came out afterwards was like a huge improvement on soul of a new machine but it still does have some good songs but yeah so you know start of a journey of a band that's still going to this day. Um, Nine Inch Nails, the Broken EP, which is easily one of the best EPs ever made. I'm a massive Nine Inch Nails fan. Um, And that was fucking awesome and uh, still awesome now. And Typo Negative, uh, Origin of Feces, which is, again, you know, pretty much the beginning of Typo. Another band that I love and has influenced a million goths and... (laughs) elvis low singers for fucking <laughs> like 30 well, years elvis so, yeah, so, low singers <coughs> yes people would sing like
0: that okay and speak like that i don't want to be i don't want to yeah. be
1: me see exactly all the all the elvis low singers so yeah <laughs> I never heard again that. typo a typo like a huge influential band definitely one of my favorite bands um and yeah those are just ones i wanted to mention that came out this year uh yeah. Well, In 1992, obviously they didn't make as many waves at the time as the ones we're going to talk about, but I thought they were worth mentioning.
0: Yeah. Well, another one I found actually was um oh it was The Offspring and it wasn't Smash. I think it was the other one because there was two. I think was there were two main albums before Americana. Is it The Offspring?
1: Uh, I don't know. Origins the or something like that was. was it? I could be wrong. I don't remember when that came out that year. I'll have a look on me old Spotify. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Ignition. Ignition. Yeah. Uh. Was, yeah. Was it? I don't think I've ever listened to that because Smash was two years after.
0: Uh, oh, they had yeah. So the oh yeah okay. So they had four albums before Americana, which, as far as I was aware, was aware, which got them sort of massive. I know they they had a lot of fans before that.
1: Oh yeah, Smash and like and the Hombre, uh, yeah. they're amazing. I forgot about they're Ixting both the great Hombro, albums. Yeah. Yeah. They're really wicked albums. Um, but um, I think I've heard people yeah, talking they're... about
0: Ignition before as well. But yeah, I would have oh, said really? if it was Smash, then yeah, that would have, I'm sure that would have probably made your honorable, honorable mention.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Very influential album, that is. Yeah,
0: I, I knew. Yeah, I thought it was. When I first saw Ignition, yeah, I was 100%. like, oh, yeah, that one was that one. Oh, no, no, it was Smash. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I forgot about Ignition on Hombre. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that was the only other one I found. There was a couple more I found for the 20 year anniversary uh but we'll we'll go into that next episode so you have to wait all right you no know, wait until next week
1: <laughs> yeah we said this was going to be a shorter one yeah but i'm pretty sure we've already talked for over an hour but yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it won't be that long adam will cut some of it out we've yeah. we chatted some absolute shite on this one <laughs> we did um this is gonna but be it was so shite. i'll, I'll struggle episode. to t- cut it out <laughs> anyway um yeah so uh, just cut it just cut it. cut it yeah
0: uh so yeah um like I said a second ago, yeah, I wanted to talk about Faith No More, Angel Dust. Um, yes, both uh, this one and another one. Uh were the first ones I listened to, I only got about halfway through the album, and then I switched to another album. Uh, but the second song intrigued me uh, with this one because it was it was like it was like a really upbeat. I, I don't remember the song name, I'm afraid. But yeah, so, song number two
1: is it? Caffeine could be. I think. Might be the second song, yeah. It was was like
0: a really, really upbeat melody, but it was like in a minor tuning or something. Or, or it
1: is caffeine.
0: And when I was listening to it, I was thinking, like, so this is the kind of thing if I were to be reviewing it, I'd want to know the Mm -hmm. story of the song, I'd want to know what it's about, why is it, where does it sound happy, but it's in a minor tuning, a minor scale, and all that kind of thing. I'd want to go into a lot more detail. Um. Then, then just listening to it and going, yeah, I like this. And so, so I struggled. Mm. Um, I'm afraid. So yeah. This but did is... you
1: have you have you listened to this album before? No,
0: I had never listened to any of these albums. Did you like it? Apart from a couple. Uh, yeah. I it was okay. It's it's not my kind of music. I I do want to go back and listen to these all again at some point. But I'll be listening to a twenty yeah. year twenty year one. But yeah, like I don't know. It's weird. I've I've never listened to Faith No More other than Epic, that was like on every five songs on Kerrang! and yeah, Scuzz era. Day, and definitely. and I didn't know, I, I had no idea, I thought they were probably like a one-hit wonder from that, you know, we didn't have the internet back then. This was, again, going back to like 2002, so we did have the internet, yeah. but not like readily available on our phones, so I couldn't just look them up at the time. And see what they were up yeah. to,
1: or what else they'd released, or whatever. Yeah, yeah I so get it's
0: because that one song, it was always, always played. And I was like, man, this, this is like, the main song they do then like, is the one hit wonder or something like that like i said and i never really listened never really looked into them after that when i did get the internet there was too much porn oh I faith to i mean into. yeah yeah that's probably what <laughs> no. it was
1: uh well i mean i look at it from a different completely different perspective because faith no more are probably you know top 5 bands of all time for me Yeah. like you know influence influence wise on the music that i listen to and the music i make and the way I sing and all shit like that, like is all thanks to this band without a doubt. And this album, I think like when people, when you're a musician, especially, and you want to listen to like an alternative rock, bit of metal in there as well, album, that is everything and anything. This is definitely one of the albums I would recommend people to go and listen to. Because, you know, there's piano, there's synths, there's metal, there's... There's singing. There's there's down tempo. There's up tempo. There's it's literally fucking everything. Which I think why this album is held in such high regard because yeah. it is just like you listen back to it now and you're like fucking hell. Like wow, what 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 how did you <laughs> make this? Because it's just you know it's all over the place, but in a good way. Yeah, like it's not a mess. It's it's supposed to be the way it is. But you know you go from like midlife crisis which is like kind of like a almost like a radio hit and then you get to songs like everything's ruined and rv where it's him with a piano singing about being fat it's like it doesn't doesn't make any sense yet it does make a lot of sense so um i think if you went to a lot of musicians today and said which albums influenced you i think a lot of people would say this album really and yeah oh definitely definitely
0: i'd never even heard of it before
1: yeah see that's what i mean it's crazy isn't it how something could influence so many people yet someone who is in the scene has been around the scene listened to rock listened to metal wouldn't really have any idea about it and i'm still finding out about albums now like that yeah like people like oh my god how haven't you heard this album i listened to it and i'm like how the fuck have i not heard this album (laughs) like what the fuck like you know i don't know everything there's albums out there i haven't heard that I'm going to listen to now that came out 30 years ago and i'm going to go fuck me i wish i listened to this when i was 16 17 yeah so i'm sure a lot of people would have that with this album but yeah it's it's just incredible it's an incredible album. every when i'm like trying to get in the mood to make music or to like inspire me when i'm in a band to write lyrics i listen to this album yeah yeah and once i've listened to this album i am inspired to go and write stuff Like, this is a proper inspiration album for me because Mike Patton's vocals, his writing, his vocal lines, his melodies, you know, um, just everything. Harmonies is just, like, at the top of what a singer can do from top to bottom, like, and everything in between. Like, I I can't even tell you how many different types of singing there is on this album (laughs) because I don't think anyone knows. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just, like, it's hugely influential. But I think a lot of people would... Say that, so I'm glad yeah. that you actually gave it a listen, and we're like, okay, and you actually remembered caffeine that you thought it was cool that it was like a real weird fucking down tempo song.
0: Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was weird, but but yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything that I disliked about the music on it. So, like I said, it it's something that I probably would listen to again uh, mm. and just just try and yeah try and get into it a bit more.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, one of the highlights of Download Festival ever was Faith No More playing in 2009. It was is That what it was. White? I still watch No, that was 2015. Okay. It was it was Red in 2009. Okay. The whole set's on YouTube. So if you are a Faith No More fan and a Download fan, you should definitely go and check out their whole set from Download 2009 on YouTube because it is fucking excellent. <laughs> so um yeah, go and check it out. It's fucking great. So yeah. Sorry. I- I I can go on about I could talk about this album for a whole podcast. Yeah. Because it is one of my favourite albums of all, all it time. Last,
0: but yeah, I just wanted to explain that <laughs> as well. Yeah. Just what just, definitely. just why it's gonna be the Simon show with uh, with me a little bit in the background. No, I'll well, I'll, it's not I'll, really I'll, give, I'll give my input when I can, yeah, but just to explain that.
1: Yeah, don't fucking beat yourself <laughs> yeah. down, man. Jesus. Yeah. You got some good, you got some good shit and some good knowledge in that brain. We just gotta try and churn it out of yeah, it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yes, it's true. all good man
1: <laughs> it's all gravy so yeah so that is you know an album that's turning 30 years old hard to believe it's 30 years but yes faith no more angel dust go and check it out yeah if you like any type of alternative it stuff. is hard to believe uh, which one would you yeah come. no 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 you, you're right it is it's hard to believe that it's 30 years old yeah <laughs> it's hard to believe that all the and, albums we're gonna talk uh, about are yeah i was about to say old. yeah
0: it's hard to believe that's 30 years 30 years old and the alice in chains dirt album I, yeah, that was the first one I listened to, and I was listening to it thinking, "This sounds new. It doesn't sound thirty years old." It's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe I don't know if it was a remastered version. That, when it, when it could now you can put things out digitally, you can remaster, mm. and people haven't got to buy the same album again. They can just listen to the new version of it. Um, so I don't know if it sounded if if they if it's remastered or not. I just think
1: not. in general pretty much all the albums we're going to talk about now that the reason why it sounded new is because it stood the test of time yeah you could release alice in chains dirt today and people would go this sounds fucking awesome yeah (laughs) same with faith no more and all the other ones we're going to talk about i think because they're good fucking they're really good albums yeah and i think once you have that and that sound especially this alice in chains album that sound just never gets old a band could come out with that now, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's cool! I like." It that. got very old for so me. So I think very you're quickly. right. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of grunge.
0: I'm not going to slag it off. No, that that was like a. I was trying to. I but thought it could be it was quite a funny comment. I think comment.
1: Alice in Chains, they were in the grunge lot. I don't think it's grunge music though. Okay. I think they're more in the rocky, almost metally kind of grunge is in there definitely. Yeah, but um, Give me a I don't think I'll, it's just. I'm gonna that. go
0: stick Soren's new school uniform on because I'm, I'm about to get schooled. <laughs> oh dear! Go <laughs> and put your fucking uniform <laughs> on, you little prick. Uh, sorry,
1: no, but I get what you mean though. So yeah, so it just wasn't. For it you. has got that
0: droney sound to it, but like I said, I was very impressed with how it sounded. I, I listened listen mm. to it in work. Uh, first thing in the morning, I want, like, I put both my earphones in. And I didn't want anybody talking to me. Because I was listening, not because I'm not, uh, because I'm antisocial. Um, but I was like, walking around the office thinking like, this This does sound really good. It's not my kind of thing, but it does sound really, really good.
1: Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's, that just tells you the production at the time was so fucking good that now it still sounds great. Yeah. I think when you get in a rock album or a metal album, I think when you get a sound right, it can sound new, you know, until music is, you know, imported directly into people's fucking brains if you are hearing it through your ears, I think that some albums can sound fresh forever. Yeah. And I think that this is a mix-wise, master wise, this is definitely one of them. As soon as you hear that, ah, you're like, oh, that's really fucking good. And I think you're right, it stands the the test of time, which is why you were thinking, if they remastered this or <laughs> re-recorded this yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, it's it has some of the best Alison Chain songs. I mean, them Bones, Damn That River. When I Die Down in a Hole, Rooster, and my personal favourite Alice in Chains song, Wood. I mean, they are all bangers that are played, you know, on the radio or people still play them on their speakers or like some of these songs have just stood that test of time and people still love Alice in Chains to this day. So this was, and I think this was another, like the Faith No More one, this was a hugely influential album. People still consider this to be, you know, one of the best alternative slash metal albums Ever still to this day, so 1992 was a was a big year for some for, for like influence influence on what was going to come afterwards. Yeah, so I think a lot of bands would reference this, and people would reference this as one of their favorite albums, easily. But yeah, yeah,
0: I'd, I'd again, I'd never really heard of it. I was never I never went into and in Change that much. Again, my my first influence was Scuzz and Karang back in about 2001 2002 um that's what i heard most of my music on because like, like i said we didn't have the internet if you wanted new if you wanted new music you had to buy it on from a shop which we didn't have which i've already said on on the show <laughs> yeah. as well i'd to go to the town over um or i think amazon had just come out at that point uh, and and i was buying some from amazon but from like the recommendations it's like if you like this album you might like this album. You'll like yeah. this. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. So you basically had to buy it from the album cover, <laughs> and and the reviews, and it's like the reviews aren't always uh, reliable because, well, definitely not. Yeah. Um,
1: I remember some some of my favourite albums and EPs getting absolutely slated in Koran. Yeah, well Koran. like getting like one or two Ks, and I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Well, yeah.
0: I, I think Kerrang <laughs> so... are like the ultimate. The ultimate brown noses they're just they're just following what's popular they, they don't they don't I don't know I, I don't know enough about it I've never looked into it properly I've never I'm totally with you it, I, I yeah. totally
1: agree they, they talk about a lot of magazines have to be yeah. though because if you don't put in what's popular you don't sell yeah that's so true. it's understandable there are probably small stuff in there that creeps through but I totally get what you mean yeah whatever's whatever's in is whatever's in yeah and that's what they're into yeah but they follow what's in that. they
0: don't make they don't create what's going to be in by doing something new they just follow premium horizon and right were probably probably um gunstar kelly done is it gunstar kelly <laughs> machine, machine Gun- 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 gunstar
1: <laughs> Guns. who the fuck is gunstar Kelly? i don't know
0: uh probably him <laughs> I at His the moment cousin. i, I, I haven't I haven't looked at a Kerrang! in years, but, like, yeah, the, the people who who are already popular, so they, they try and latch on to that popularity and gain from it, not actually influence themselves, which is really bothers me. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
1: no, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know they used to do stuff in the magazines, like, you know, check out this new band, or they used to do, I remember them doing stuff on, like, Avenge Sevenfold before they were big and saying, like these guys are really good and stuff like that yeah. but i don't know if that happens as much now as it did back in the day i looked through a few old kerangs and metal hammers the other day and that was quite enlightening yeah i bought some Kerrangs from 1998 I have, i've got some from 97 98 in my own collection i bought some as well yeah. and that was really cool to flick through them and see all the old where, reviews and pictures
0: where did you buy them from because i was thinking about buying like all of the kerangs and metal hammers that were that were out around oh, eBay, do download download festivals, yeah. To eBay, see what dude. they were saying about each year as well,
1: yeah. eBay, yeah, awesome. Get yourself on eBay and there's loads of old karangs and metal hammers and stuff on there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, fucking we'll wicked. Um, should we move on? Which album? So yeah, so Alice in Chains, Dirt, fucking great album. If you're a fan of grunge or you know heavy rock stuff in any way, and you haven't heard it, go and check out Dirt Alice in Chains. It's definitely worth a listen. Ad, yeah. what would you like to talk about next, sir? Uh,
0: let's go. Raise against the machine. Ooh, sexual. The groove, the tunes, albums, define a generations. Oh, that's your notes. Okay. Oh yeah, well, I th- I think uh, I think um, it's got a good groove to it. I think the tunes, albums, <laughs> <defined> <laughs> the generations, and it's still relevant today. He's reading my <laughs> fucking notes, people. <laughs> he's he's killing me here. Um, so anyway, yeah. let's move on. Like, like like I said earlier, it's rage was never really my thing either. I don't. It was it was interesting hearing. I'd listened to the fun album actually earlier. Maybe yeah, I know because it, it was like a they added extended stuff and had loads of live songs on it. And I got to the live stuff, and I'd only ever listened to the singles that they've released before. I've never listened to an album, so it was interesting listening to to like an album of theirs. It was like actually choosing to put an album on, and the same mm. for all of these actually. It's like. I'm doing something cool here by listening to something out of my comfort zone, out of what I would normally do. Um, you. But at the same time, with "Raising Against the Machine, how, I could have, I could have, I, I feel like I could have loved the music, I could have hated the music, it wasn't about the music for them really as much, was it? It was about the movement, Um, so I felt like my opinion on it really didn't matter, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because... kind of. I
1: mean, I think that this album, they, they, they were like right place, right time. Because yeah. this was like, you know, 1992 was kind of the beginning of the, I'm fed up with everything. I'm fed up with my boss, I'm fed up with my job, I'm fed up with my parents, I'm fed up with it. I, w- I just want to go somewhere and let loose. And yeah. I think that's what the 90s was. Grunge started it. And then obviously from Rage and Faith No More and that, and that started developing into the new metal movement, which took it even further. This is where it all started. So this was literally the beginning of that, which is like teenage angst and especially Rage Against the Machine because obviously they got the political element. So all the stuff in here is a lot of political undertones, political overtones as well. Um, And I think that struck a chord with people at the time. Like you said, like you go back, you watch the gigs, you watch the interviews, you watch all the stuff. I mean, everyone was just like in the right place at the right time. Then they were like, yeah, I'm fucking angry too, man i want to go to i want to listen to reggie gets machine i want to tell people to fuck off don't do what you tell me you know and i want to that's the sort of energy that they want to bring and that is i mean they've captured a generation i mean you saw how many people were pissed off about them not playing reading because the real yeah. thing is is like a lot of these songs are just as relevant um, today <laughs> they really are like all yeah. the stuff in there all the political stuff i thought that is still happening today so yeah. you could listen to "Take the Power Back," "Know Your Enemy," "Wake Up," and you could have yeah. the exact same feeling today as you did in 1992.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I did, I did wonder what was going on in 1992 to make them want to do that, like do those songs, say that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't know much about American history, uh, but I, I want to say, like, yeah, it made me angry today because mm. it's still relevant. You know, it, it's yeah. like why, why don't more celebrities? put themselves on the line for the listeners for the workers like they did because we're the ones that listen to the music you know yeah
1: (laughs) yeah definitely so like come out
0: and give us a well I I don't want to be saying come out and give us a voice but that that's what was going through my head at the time it's like maybe the yeah it must have been the music that got me angry and was like Mm. we don't have a voice you know not uh on our own so yeah it would be awesome if someone like Bruce Dickinson Actually, gave a shit about the public, and <laughs> and and started calling out like politicians and stuff like that because he's got the voice to do it. Maybe, maybe not Iron mean, Maiden; they're big, but uh, you know, yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Pop, it just kind pop of artists. Yeah, know. definitely. I mean, some people
1: but, do, but now you, now they won't do it in a song; they'll do it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, that's like
1: true. Th- these guys were writing songs about people, you know, that were in charge of the country, and yeah. you know, we're in places of power but they didn't have a fucking Twitter to put it on to undermine their age. So they had to put it into some songs. And if you wanted to, you know, be part of that energy as well, you had to go to a show, you know, or buy a CD or buy a record or whatever. So the energy was obviously, it was more condensed then where now it's more sort of spread. If Donald Trump puts out a shitty tweet, instead of writing a song and being in a band about it, you can send a tweet and get the same feeling from singing that song as you do send in the tweet. So yeah. things have changed. That's true. But it also tells you how, how, how far politics hasn't come in 30 years. Yeah. Because we're still having <laughs> yeah. the same problems into 2022 that we had in 1992. So that tells you that, you know, politically wise, we really haven't come that far in 30 years. We've still got all the racism, all the hate, all the sexism, all that shit. I know it's got better in the last 30 years, but it's all still there. None of it's been solved. So everything that they're talking about here is still, you you would have had as many angry people, not angry, but I mean, people enjoying the music and enjoying that energy at Reading this year, if they played, as if you did, as if they played Reading in 1992. So yeah, it's a huge, and without all of this, the songs and the music are also fucking incredible, yeah. <laughs> as well as the message and, you know, the energy that they carried at the time and they still do now. It's all fucking still good and still hold... Like, this is an album I listen to, like, with the Alice in Chains on, and I go, oh, just the riffs, the <laughs> oh, mix, suits his you lyrics, sure. yeah, the delivery. Oh, suits you, Rage. Like, <laughs> just, just so good. Like, it's, it's such... A, I mean, literally bomb track oh my god killing in the name of one of the probably one of the most overplayed songs of all time but yeah also a fucking great song if you step back and actually just listen to it brilliant masterpiece pretty much take the power back bullet in the head know your enemy wake up i mean that people are still rocking out to this shit now as much as they were in 1992 so rage really are still current and relevant it'd be yeah. great if they were to you know do a new album or make some new stuff because they probably have just as much to write about as they did in 1992, which yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they
0: must do. Like,
1: they're probably I, not as angry because they're they're older, and you 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 think about things differently, and you're probably, <clears throat> you know, not as clinical and not as like oak closed shut as they would have been 30 years ago when they were young men. Um, yeah, you know, now they're, I, I'm guessing 50s and 60s, 50, late 50s maybe. So yeah. Yeah, you know they're probably not as angry as they were in '92. They're probably angry about the same things, but they probably don't have as much to shout about as they did in 1992. But they could probably still put together some fucking good songs that other people could rock out to and get a message from. Definitely.
0: Yeah, because uh, yeah, I agree with that, and uh, I think like you said, with with the uh, with the anger behind behind it all. Um, well, yeah, when I got to the live songs. On, on on the album. Um you you probably listened to it, I assume, and he tells a story about someone being imprisoned for seventeen years for crimes. He's in oh yeah, yeah. Um but at that point I was thinking like it sounds like a kid's telling me all this stuff. Uh because because of maybe because of how his voice is, it just sounds a bit younger when he's talking. Like uh, it sounds a bit younger. But we he probably was quite young at the time. And yeah, I did definitely. wonder if at the time there were a lot of people who didn't take them seriously because he was so young, which didn't would have you? sucked, you know, you know, I, what they was, what they were saying was probably really important. Definitely. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Some people were like, well, "Why I take the Greta, Gre- Gre- Greta, Thunberg thing. Yeah. Because she was 16. Everyone just ripped on her because she was 16. It's like, yeah, but she's got a really good fucking point. The- yeah. Yeah. She's making <laughs>
1: a lot of good points here, people. even though She's <laughs> yeah. quite young. I get what you mean. Totally. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I, I, so I, I just looked, I mean, Rage haven't made an album in 20 years, over 20, 20 2000 was their last album. Really? So it just shows you, you know, I, I think they could legitimately go into a studio now and have the same sort of shit, you know, might not have the same angst, but I still think they could make a really good, good album going forward. But anyway, let's not yeah. stay on this uh, one too long. But I just, yeah. I
0: just want to say one more thing on my train of thought that I said earlier, like about wanting more more celebrities to come out and have a voice for the, for the, for the, working people because I, I said about you know using bruce dickinson as an example and then i well, my, my train of thought went on to uh to like well maybe it's probably in their contracts that they can't do stuff like that they can't do anything that will put their the fame or position at risk yeah. and that led me on to well who the fuck signed raise against the machine in the first place then knowing they were like about this <laughs> like because yeah everyone's all oh, oh, like like we said before record companies are businesses they're out for themselves they don't want to put themselves at risk, so they so they wouldn't want people talking out about <laughs> politicians and all this shit. Yeah. So there, I mean,
1: some stuff crazy s-
0: moves surprises you though.
1: Like well, because this was their first album, right? Yeah. So they probably got signed from like a handful of songs that they yeah. that they made, and then they went into the studio and made this. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, obviously the record label would have wanted to put it out because they probably looked at it and thought this is really good. Yeah. They probably didn't take too much notice of. You know, song meanings or message or stuff, but it obviously resonated with the kids at the time and still resonated with people today. So yeah, that is crazy.
0: Well, Well, back then you you had to play loads of live shows as well. They'd probably built up a massive following from from live shows. Yeah, but yeah, that's something that I thought I I would want to look into a bit more and and find out what was going on at the time as well. Who it was that signed them to release this album and were they sort of anti-government as well? Like with the same message. Have a look into it, man. Do some
1: homework. Yeah. Love to get some more on that shit. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, again, raging, Rage against machine, raging machine. It's it, it's a, it's as good an album now as it was then. Um, go and check it out if you haven't already. I'm sure you've heard, you know, killing in the name of. But there are better tracks on the album than that. It's hard to imagine, but there are. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, let's move on, dude. What other one? Do, we've only got a few more to talk about. But what um, what else did you want to talk about, brother?
0: Well, the let's do them in order that I listened to them today. So. Raising the Machine was first, then Paradise Lost, Shades of God. I don't remember a single song from it. it <laughs> I I felt like the production of this one wasn't as good. It was very muffled in my ears. I was concentrating as well because I was working hard and fast. No, oh, I don't have yeah. to I can't say, <laughs> I can say that. Um yeah, but like yeah, no, was nothing stuck in my head as I was listening though as well. Like, like I said, it just it didn't sound well, that per- great.
1: Per- you say about the production, Paradise Lost albums didn't really get fantastic sounding. I would say um, until mm, <laughs> Draconian Times, which okay. was the album after this. Yeah, I think this was ninety two. Yeah, Draconian Times was ninety five. I've heard a lot. Of people they didn't really... about Draconian Times, but yeah, Draconian Times it. was like the best, the best one that sort of hit home with everyone, and then yeah. they really kicked off. Yeah. Um, but this one was an album that sort of so was the albums before this, they were kind of fratting around, but this one really sort of sowed the seeds to people to say, I think this band's quite good. And then they brought out Draconian Times and then everyone really liked it. Um, But yeah, I just thought we would talk about it because I probably, people will probably know already that Paradise Lost is one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, And I just think that this was a really good place for British sort of goth and metal movement. Yeah. Because, a lot of bands have been influenced by stuff that Paradise Lost have done. And I just feel like this was a really good starting point for people that were getting into that kind of genre. It's also kind of when they started to put in more singing-ish stuff than screaming, Um, when they were right. sort of transitioning between that. And then on the albums afterwards, he went to full singing yeah. without any screaming. And now that. they're back to almost entirely all screaming. Are so they? they've completely gone that. back. Yeah, yeah, they've completely gone back around. Like the newest album, Obsidian, is probably their heaviest album. Right. <laughs> so they've they've gone full... You know, they've done everything. They've done synthwave fucking music <laughs> stuff, you know, 80s synth stuff. They've done this kind of Shades of God, which is like early gothic metal. Then they've... Yeah, they've just done fucking everything. But yeah. you know, when you've been around a lot, you just go about the block. But I just thought it was worth mentioning that, um yeah, Shades of God influenced a lot of people. And it was kind of just that album right before draconian times came out and they were considered to be you know like one of the best sort of british bands during the 90s yeah um but yeah i just thought i would i would mention it but um yeah
0: i think i said before i i very much got into the one second album i had heard from a lot of people that draconian times was amazing i suppose it was fresh it was new at the time but yeah i could never get into draconian times i tried listening to it a few times never stopped couldn't do it yeah
1: but oh, that's that enough. was a long
0: time ago. That was over, t- uh, probably twenty, at least twenty years ago. So I, I'll give it another go sometime. When I, when, like I said earlier, when I, when I do have more time to listen to music, I will definitely go through and listen to a lot of these older, older, older albums again. Well,
1: I should say, like, if you're gonna go back to this album or anything, I think t- this has two of the best Paradise Lost songs on it, which is "As I Die," which is the last track, which right. is probably top three for me it's fucking great um they released that as a single at the time and pity the sadness which is another really really good track but if you get a chance to listen to the song as i die listen to that and i think that you'll really like it okay because it's 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 fucking great but yeah if you like anything gothic or you're into sort of gothic metal or sort of the darker side of metal if you like typo negative or stuff within that vein go listen to paradise lost not even this album any album but yeah, if you listen to the song As I Die, I think that might give you a good little intro into what Paradise Lost do, and then you can um you can kick on from there. Um, but what else cool. would you like to talk about, sir? Uh, well, then the next
0: one, I was running out of time before going to, try to catch Soren, like I said earlier, it, uh, arriving, going into his first day of school. Uh, so I thought, well, if I listen to Pantera, a vulgar display of power, I'll be stomping <laughs> around. That'll just make me stomp around this, and I'll get there quicker. And I fucking did. Nice. It
1: helped. It really helped. <laughs> 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 so had you listened to this album before or had you, is this the first time you, you've obviously yes. heard songs off of it? This yeah.
0: is the only Pantera song I've, uh, album I've listened to. I think nice. I'm pretty sure, but I don't think I've ever got to the end before. Cause I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure like, so I, I think I've said the story before. I, I was never interested in Pantera growing up. I I I I actually dis uh, did I dislike them? I would say I I think there was a lot of hype around them and I didn't want to join in with the hype, so I was like, No, I don't like Pantera. And then yeah, I, I standard
1: went... Adam move. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and um I went went to university. Uh university sucked a little bit and uh I had a few down days and I was like, right, what can get me out of this? Pantera can get me out of this. So <laughs> I, I started listening to it and I listened to, yeah, listened most specifically this album and I yeah. fucking loved it. But I think by the time it got to the end of the album, it did what it needed to do. So I stopped listening to it. I think that's oh, the reason okay. why I've never get finished the album.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, h- how far do you normally get? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know but somewhere, somewhere near. Yeah. Because cause yeah. Hollow, the last song, is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, I think when I got to the end of it earlier, I was like, I've never heard this album, this song. I've listened to this <laughs> album loads of times. I don't recognise this song at all. I'm not sure if it was the last song, the second from last song. I don't know. So um, yeah, I will finish it at some oh, point. Oh, that's
1: cool though, yes. Yeah, it, it, again, like we talk about the albums we've really talked about and how influential they are. I mean, talk about influential albums. This is like, you know, I know that um, some people prefer Cowboys from Hell because it was like the first one that really boosted them up. But for me... I think this is the best Pantera album, you know, song for song. The others, all all the Pantera albums are great. um, But I think that this is the best one. And I think that this, I mean, the amount of bands that just cover Walk and a new level and Mouth for War will just tell you how influential this album was to, to metal going forward and how huge Pantera became after making this album and, you know, going on all the way up to reinventing the steel. Um, and it's, you know, we're talking about them now and we know for a fact that they're on the Fest tour with yes. Bring Me the Horizon yeah. and Slipknot, which is fucking insane. Um, so it would be great if they could play download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we could get Pantera to play download, that would be something. Because a lot of people are saying that it might be a um, a Fest day if Slipknot play yeah that's so interesting Slipknot will book the main stage which will be cool because you know we've had we've had osfest Ausfe- days before it download and they were really good so I think it might be cool if Slipknot were to play as much as I've dissed their new stuff I'd still like to see Slipknot live yeah as <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would um yeah. but yeah I Do you mean know- oh, sorry. Tom, no sorry. I was going to change it change what
0: well, I was going to talk talk about Pantera's songs that I've listened to, but it sounded like you were just going to flow into the next.
1: I was going to, and then you uh, interrupted me. But sorry, continue. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, uh, go on, go on, dude. I, I've got to Speak. get any, any gap
0: I can, no matter how small. Speak to me, bro. <laughs> uh, so I think looking at, so I wanted to look at um, Cowboys from Hell, the album, just to see if I think I've listened to that one. Uh, there's definitely some I know from it. Symmetry Gates, yeah. obviously one of the biggest ones. Cowboys yeah, from Hell, obviously because I loved that on um, Guitar Hero. Yeah. Uh, but
1: I've, I've always primal, remembered Primal Concrete Sledge. You probably heard Domination. I've I'm sure you've heard, heard that song them, before,
0: but I don't recognise the names of them. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. But there's one. There's a fact
0: that a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, I have started hanging out with him a bit more again recently, which is really cool. But um, there's a fact that he's told me. It's the first thing I ever heard about Pantera that I've always remembered, and that was about five minutes alone, and he basically saw a guy in the crowd beating the shit out of somebody or beating the shit out of his kid. And he he said, like, if I could have five minutes alone with you, I'd beat the shit out of you sort of thing. And he wrote a song from that. I don't know if yeah, do nice. you knew uh, that. I did not I've know that. I always remember. And I was like, just looking here thinking, what album was it on then? If it's not on them two. Uh, them oh, that's two? On, Those two.
1: That's on... Um... Far
0: Beyond Driven. Yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, Far Beyond Driven. And uh, I know I'm broken from that one, so... There's a few others, so I'm sure I probably listened to a uh, like a best of, yeah, sort of album or or playlist of theirs, not just that one album. Well, one of the
1: biggest albums that we listened to as teenagers, so around 2000, was a f- uh, was the 101 percent proof live album, which right. was a Pantera album, and it's like a best of all yeah. the hits, all live, all sounded fucking incredible, and we listened to that pretty much on repeat for about 2 years at my friend <laughs> nice. Daniel's house. Um so all of us were into Pantera like back in the day. We're talking yeah. like yeah 2000 but I bought Reinventing the Steel when it came out and that's like 2000. Yeah. So even that's fucking super old now. Um but yeah, they they're just they they're great. They're a really really great 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 band. Uh, great album, obviously sad about the passing of of the two members. Obviously, we're not gonna go too much into that. Great that we might actually get to see Pantera again. Yeah. Won't be proper Pantera, but about as good as you can get these days. So that'll be really cool. And this is a f- freaking great out Mouth of War, new level, walk, fucking yeah. hostile. This love rise right? live in a hole, hollow, demons be driven. It's just <laughs> stupid. If you love if you like metal and you haven't listened to this album, you have to go back and listen to Pantera Boggle's Square Power. Listen to this, and then go and listen to the new Malevolence album, and you will hear a massive, massive influence from this album on Malevolence. Yeah. It's, you know, they're they're, they're sludgy. They've got... They just remind me of Pantera in so many... So many things they do aren't Pantera, but so many things that they do are Pantera. And I think that this album... And what malevolence are doing now really does go hand in hand, so it just shows you that albums from thirty years ago are still influencing bands that have released albums you know this year, yeah, so I think that's really cool to sort of make those comparisons
0: that is really cool because like it is easy to just assume that being a a new up and coming band is a young man's or woman's game, yeah, uh, because a lot of the new and up upcoming bands are young, so like their influence is would be things that aren't dad rock like blink 182 and pantera yeah. Um, yeah 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 so yeah so but i think malevolence they are they do look a bit older they definitely looked a bit older when we watched them do the uh acoustic set a download probably yeah. probably around our age probably early 30s to mid 30s um,
1: yeah late 20s mid 30s yeah i would say around there but yeah that's what so i mean, it's I nice think... to
0: see that they're they're making it as well it's not just yeah young young person I, I think
1: the albums that we've talked about so far like alice in chains faith no more pantera the 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 Rage Gets machine these albums i think would still make it into someone who was 20 years old's playlists you know yeah these songs would still make it into these are the sort of songs that just haven't they haven't slowed down they've just kept going you know some bands music has just gone eh, it's yeah. 90s that's <laughs> it Where these albums have just... People have just continued to listen to them. Like, kids now will be, you know, walking around wearing Pantera shirts and saying, fucking hell. I mean, they haven't made an album in 20 years, but Steve, people (laughs) are still walking around, like, in their T-shirts and saying, yeah, man, Vulgar Display, what a fucking great album. So, yeah, it's wicked that albums that we're talking about still have impact today, even after 30 years, which is fucking crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. But yeah,
1: as I said before, Vulgar Display of Power. If you haven't heard it, go and listen to it. Fucking great album. Um, pure metal. And um, finally, I'll add, what's the last album that we are going to talk about today?
0: The last album today is Iron Maiden, Fear of the Dark. Ooh, baby. I'm interested in what you're going to say about this one, actually. because Why? Because I, I it's just an, another Iron Maiden album for me. It, I mean, they're all good to me. They're all amazing to me. So, like, I, I'll i struggle to pick out specific things that are amazing about this one, if that makes sense.
1: Okay, because I, I think in my... Okay, so first of all, if you haven't heard it, we've done a whole episode about Iron Maiden. We've done our top 10 Iron Maidams. So if you're a Maiden fan, you're new to this podcast, go back and listen to the Maiden episodes. Me and Ad both done our top 10 albums and why and why we love those albums. I think this was number, I want to say... Let me go back and look. Yeah, I've got was my notes my top t- t- still. <laughs> it was in my top 10. It was definitely in my top 10. This
0: is a very good album, actually. Very good. Probably, it's probably a bit too low on mine, thing, I think. No, it's not better than A Matter of Life and Death or Virtual Heaven. Or whatever it be. No, it's, it's about right.
1: I can't find it, uh, my notes for the episode, so g- go back and listen to it, and then you'll be able to find out where I put it. But it was definitely in my top 10. Um, I think I said at the time as well, that th- I think this is an underrated Maiden album. Like, it's not an album that a lot of people talk about being their top, their favourite Maiden albums. But I think that song-wise, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And it also has my number, what I think is the most underrated Iron I've Maiden song. I've just
0: seen about. it and I remember it and I thought, oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
1: I- Iron Maiden, Wasting Love. I think Wasting Love is... It's top five Maiden songs for me, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but I just think it's very underrated. I don't think a lot of people have listened to it. And I think it's better than a lot of stuff that people, you know, um, hold in high regards, shall we say. I mean, Be Quick or Be Dead's incredible. Yeah. From Here to Eternity's great. It's not very Maiden-like, but it's still really good. Yeah. Fred Shoot Strangers is is incredible. It's obviously, insane. Wasting Love. Yeah. Wasting yeah. It. The, the Future is great. Chains of Misery. Oh. Yeah. And then, obviously, to top off the album, you've got Fear of the Dark, which is... Probably one of the best loved Iron Maiden songs.
0: Yeah, uh, you were well, you obviously missed a few. You probably you're probably doing your highlights, but they're all good. I I can't think of Childhood's End at the moment. Uh, the apparition, I can't remember that one either. But yeah, Judas be my guide, fucking good song. Weekend warrior, that is probably yeah. up there as well. Good oh, song. That's, that's such an underrated song as well. Yeah,
1: they're really really fucking good songs it's a really yeah. good album it, if you're a maiden fan especially and you haven't you know you are concentrating on what are considered to be the main albums seriously go back and give this one a listen again because i think it might surprise you how good it was and it's quite a it's quite a time stamp in the iron maiden folklore because it's the last one they done with bruce dickinson yeah. before he left and they went through the you know the the blaze ugh, the blaze bailey phase of iron maiden um, so it is quite an interesting timestamp in in the Iron Maiden sort of folklore because it's... Um, yeah, I mean, they played the headline Donington that year as well in 1992. Um, that's quite a famous performance of Maiden when they're done Fear of the Dark. Yeah, that's really good footage as well. So go on YouTube and watch... Um, okay. Yeah, Iron Maiden at Donington 92. It's really, yeah. really, really, really good. Bruce's, Bruce Dickinson's voice at this point was stupid. And I mean so good. Like this yeah from from somewhere in time to this although they didn't do the best albums in that time when you get to this album his voice is about as good as it's gonna as as it got like about as good like just stupid just listen to wasting love and his vocals are like oh come on man yeah, yeah. so good like fuck his vocals are great and the band are fantastic as always but yeah i i think this one needs to be held in higher regard for for Maiden fans, it's not really talked about that much, but
0: yeah. And I sorry, I interrupted but, you again when you were going to talk about Fear of the Dark being the last song. Did I? Um, uh
1: No, I'm but, just saying it's it's considered. You know, it's it's up there, isn't it? We're Maiden songs, and it's just a great way to sort of close out the album. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's, just it's going, not wow. very
0: often you you'll see the the title song at the end, mm-hmm. or yeah, so probably true. the best song of the album. Maybe not the best song but one of their biggest hits as well. So yeah, a lot of people would regard it as probably the best song of this album and it's the last song. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good point. That's a very, very good point. Well, like I just said with the Paralyzed Lost one, it's quite rare because like As I Die is the last song. It's definitely the best song on the album or the most well-known song, but you don't get that much on albums. No. Possibly because people don't have the... (laughs) <laughs> the patience to listen to an album from start to finish these days till they get to like the big hit but yeah but yeah it is it's done really well yeah and i love the artwork as well like i was saying before yeah. vicky got like a really rare 90s uh fear of the dark shirt which she wore at i think she wore it at uh download and i i think that covers really cool really freaky and fucking yeah. wicked yeah but yeah, very, very good, great. As I said before, go back and listen to what Iron Maiden episode we talk about Iron Maiden in length uh, for at least yeah, uh, you know an hour and a half to two hours. So we are we're both big Maiden fans. I'm sure you know how much of a big fan Adam is of Maiden. Um, I don't think we go one episode without mentioning. <laughs> probably annoys a few people. Do you know a band we haven't mentioned
0: for a little while? <laughs> Gone Raunchy. Yeah, <gasps> for ages.
2: Oh,
0: they they said they were going to the studio a couple of years ago. I'm raunchy, sure it was a couple of years raunchy. ago. So hopefully that'll be. What was the album. last album? Uh, voices, virtues, Vice's visions, twenty fourteen, something
1: like that. Yeah, 2014, twenty fourteen, twenty fourteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, it's been quite some time. Yeah, it's been quite fair play to them, I mean, you know. They they haven't done an album for that long, and they've still got thirty seven thousand monthly listeners, which is pretty fucking decent. Yeah, uh, yeah. For a band that hasn't made an album in that long, so yeah, I mean, they could be really, really, really popular if they went all out and started doing shit. But I'm sure they're just getting on with their lives.
0: Yeah. Um. It seems that going off from what we're doing at again but yeah i mean i've said i'm into a lot of sort of scandinavian bands like that and it seems like a lot of them aren't doing very much at the moment the unguided haven't released an album for a long time who are the basically the new sonic syndicate a lot, oh, okay. a lot of the members left sonic syndicate and joined and uh, formed the unguided haven't done anything. sonic syndicate haven't done anything for anything for ages either though yeah it seems like all of them have I don't know. They haven't done anything for ages. <laughs> Waiting for a new album from any of my favorite bands and I haven't had one for a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot though, I think, with bands. I mean, some bands just, you get on with their lives, they yeah. do what they got to do. But yeah, yeah it's weird how some bands, especially good bands, when you're like, oh, this band's so good, and they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. See you later. But you know, if, if, if you've been in a band and you're a musician, you know how much effort and... It's a lot to get together, especially if you're like a big tour, you know, a tour. Not even a big, but just a touring band and stuff. It's a, yeah. it's a lot of you know, it's a lot of uh, things and egos and all sorts of shit to deal with. I mean, a, it's it's a miracle that a band stays together and does even an album. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's even more a miracle if a band does more than albums. It's crazy if an album does f- more than five, six, seven, eight, nine, because being in a band. Is great, but at the same time, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot yeah, of people would agree with me on that. So it uh, is incredible ba- that you know we're talking about these bands now on this podcast that then album 30 years ago. A lot of them are still going. Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah mad in itself. Yeah, you know,
0: of down, raise against the machine. Yeah, you know, the fucking down for ages. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna so, say like. You said it's like a miracle that they even get to the second album. I expect there's been a lot of bands who have stayed together just because of the fame they've got. They're like, well, we can't lose this now, so we stay together, even though they're already mm. at each other's throats by the second album. Or oh, like yeah, definitely. Got to have. Hundred percent. Happened. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, bands have definitely mm-hmm. stayed together longer than they should have um, for for other reasons. But yeah, but then you get some bands that get on really well and yeah. are good friends and you know it's still tough being in the band with even with your mates but you know there are bands that it, it, people in bands with each other that still really really get on but you know working with someone is very different to just being their friend especially when it's when it's your art like you, you get annoyed about you seem to get annoyed about more stuff and you know there's just a whole like battle of what's going on and all that shit but yeah oh, i'm yeah. looking forward to being in a band again <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think i heard a while ago on um another podcast that apparently like uh, linkin park the they all have their own separate limo to take them away after a gig. They don't. <laughs> they don't leave together. They've all got their own private limo. Like just as soon as the gig's over, they go and get a limo. And uh, you know the, the roadies. Obviously, uh, went at that stage. You're not going to be packing your own stuff away. But like, I, I thought, how how do you go from being a normal regular person to thinking? I need my own limo. I can't sit with these people. <laughs>
1: right. Oh my it's... god! Some of the bands I've been in with people quite easily. I think you can yeah. make that transition. Yeah. <laughs> really easy. I'm sure a lot of people in bands will agree. Quite easily to make that fucking decision. You're a great guitarist, mate. I ain't fucking sitting you in and cutting the a car, <laughs> you know, for an hour and a half. You can get fucked. <laughs>
0: yeah, should we should we bring this uh, short? episode to yes a close, so
1: yeah again yeah all those albums we've mentioned um they're you know they're all brilliant still going a lot of them are still relevant today which is fantastic so um go and listen to any of those if you can um like adam said next week will be albums um from 20 years ago um so coming more towards the present day um very much you know in the noughties Um, 2002 so we're talking a whole range of but i'll just give you a quick couple of bands now just to tease you some stuff we'll be talking about corn kill switch disturbed papa roach that'll just give you an idea of the sort of bands we're going to be talking about next week um so yeah so come back again and listen to albums that turn 20 and brought out in 2002 adam take over do the outro let's do it
0: yeah cool well just just say quick really quickly yeah 2002 was my era and uh i have listened to a lot of those albums already there's this there's, there's only one album out of this list that i'd heard before which is the iron maiden one of course uh, yeah i think i think no oh sorry uh the pantera one but yeah so but i, th- I think we we got quite good conversation out of these anyway yeah think, but uh yeah. I think
1: you doubt yourself too much, man. I, I we got do. a great conversation I out do, doubt easy, myself. easy, <laughs> man. You're so negative towards yourself; it's crazy. You're always like, oh, I think I've done this, I think I've done that. You do it, man. Yeah, you fucking smash it. Yeah, but uh,
0: yeah. So, um, thank you all for listening. It's been uh, it's been an awesome episode again. Like we we were saying beforehand, like we uh, we always come away from these thinking, ah, that was okay, yeah. And then we listen back to it and go, ah, oh, that was really good. Actually, it was really interesting. <laughs> and we hope we yeah, we, we hope true. it's not just a uh, an ego thing. And you guys are really enjoying it too, and uh, so if you are, let us know. It's really nice to have that feedback uh, on anything, any way, shape, or form. Whether it's just to send a message to us through uh, through like Messenger or something, or or if you can leave leave a review, I think you can leave reviews on iTunes. I haven't asked for this for ages, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the only place you can leave reviews is iTunes or Spotify. or, or Spotify, like I said, but that's only just the star review. But yeah, like send us a message or. Write to us, write a status and tag us in it, so your friends can see it, see it as well, because um, they might want to come and listen as well. Hopefully, we're that good that you want to boast about us, like look, look check, <laughs> like like a band, like check who I found out. Like this is an amazing band, and so yeah, hopefully we we're hitting that territory now of being boast boasting territory boast worthy thank you very much yeah. good
1: enough hopefully yeah we're good enough to be recommended to people that you actually know yeah. which would be really cool if not uh recommend them t- t- recommend us to them for being so bad yeah that they listen either way get other people to listen to us yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean but yeah
0: if, if if we're not then let us know we'd love to hear that as well and as you know because like i said ego is getting away sometimes if if there's something that you we need correcting then we want to know about it if there's something that you don't like about the show we want to know about it and but yeah uh otherwise yeah uh, well the places you can find us it'll be on our on the in the episode description uh but on, we're on all social medias i'm trying to get the twitter up and running as well we did actually have a mention on twitter uh on the 11th of june so at download i don't know if you saw it Uh, Somebody, uh, I think Jacob's put one of our flyers up in one of the toilets and someone took a picture and tagged us and said, I already knew you through YouTube, (laughs) uh, but this is an awesome advertisement. Nice. But I hope I didn't screw you up by not keeping up to date with the YouTube because I haven't fucking done that for ages. So I need to get back on that. Um, But yeah, like I said, we're we're trying to do all the social medias properly again, a bit better uh, with Dear Download or Dear Download Podcast. You should be able to search for us on everything. Um, if you want to send us an email uh, again for any feedback, suggestions for the for other episodes. If you've got any suggestions for albums turning 20, 20 years old, or ten years old, or even thirty years old, like we just talked about, you know, we'll, we'll fit them in in the next episode as well. Simon, where can people find you online if they want to come and find people you?
1: People can find me uh, as Simon Bond on YouTube. Um, my newest vlog I've got in there is my Bloodstock vlog. So if you haven't seen that, go and check it out. And you guys can follow me on Instagram, Fonzy, F-O-N-Z-Y underscore Simon.
0: I think I didn't actually say what our email address was this time. I think I said we got an email where you can let us know, but I didn't think I didn't think we said what it was. So our email address is deardownload2003 at gmail.com. And that's the number is 2003. Ooh. There we go. Nice. Hopefully you weren't sort of on the edge of your seat thinking, "I need to know what it is," or 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 think or worried, Oh, you know, when you do the knock, um, and you you don't finish it off, and people have to finish it off, and they're like, "You told <laughs> us you had email, you didn't tell us what it was." I went, uh, and it's like it was like this, and then I'm not going to finish that, so um, oh.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what I did. What a bastard! He's just not finishing stuff off, guys.
0: <laughs> Adam, finish these people off. I, I can't. Do I? They probably would finish finished themselves off.
1: (laughs) They're already finished. (laughs) Jesus Christ, this is getting bad, guys. Yes, this is getting
0: getting terrible. So, yeah, we should go. We should go, definitely. It's time (laughs) to go away. We've done everything else. It always... I'm sorry. It always feels like it's something I've missed, but I haven't. So, it's a goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye.